0: Blur Havoc podcast may contain content some may find offensive, vulgar, or inappropriate for work or school. All views expressed on this show solely belong to the individual that expressed them. Viewer discretion is advised. talk about this okay all right all right we're gonna talk about this okay hello and welcome to the latest episode of the blur havoc podcast i'm your host the luxurious roguishly handsome alistair Haken so uh, right off the bat i got i got me some moonshine here okay old smoky moonshine it's butterscotch flavored it's really good good to sip on um I'm going to need it for what we're talking about today. So let me go ahead and uh, go ahead and pour this real quick. Yeah, not too much of that. And let me pre smack last time I drank this. So. Oh, yeah, that's good. So we got to talk about this. So last night, I decided to waste about two hours of my time watching Mortal Kombat. Directed by Simon McCoyd. McQuoid. I don't even know how you pronounce his last name. But, hey man, I'm no stranger to weird spe- weirdly spelled names. So, you know. Um, okay. Where do we even start with this? Um, wow, okay. So, let's start off with the good, okay? Characters, you know, looked faithful to... You know, some of the characters looked faithful, like Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Sonya Blade, Kano without his robot eye, um, Jax, Liu Kang, I guess, Kung Lao, yeah, but, (sighs) we're going too fast with the butt, okay. Um, the intro, the intro, um, was good, you know, it established the, the mortal feud between Bihan and Hanzo. Um and that's Scorpion and Sub Zero in case you didn't know that that that's their real names. Um which is actually cool that they actually use their real names. Yo, why y'all always start dying when I start recording? Sending ambulances and shit. Okay. Um But it's actually cool that they use their actual names, Bihan and Hanzo. Um because most people don't actually know that. Uh, but, yeah, the, f- the first sequence was cool, but things start immediately just, just flatlining after that. that- that's really all I can say is that the characters look faithful, uh, mo- most of the characters look faithful. Um, and the first scene with Scorpion and Sub-Zero that establishes that Sub-Zero killed, um, uh, Scorpion's clan, yeah, that was cool. I know that they retconned it later. People have been people have been bitching about about this, talking about, Oh, Sub-Zero, uh, it wasn't Sub-Zero that killed Scorpion's clan, it was Quan Chi disguised as Sub-Zero and they... No, that's a retcon. Mortal Kombat 4 retconned that. From the get-go, it was originally Sub-Zero that killed Scorpion's clan. They retconned it because people liked Sub-Zero and they didn't want people to feel bad about liking Sub-Zero. So they retconned it. That's the truth. Stop it. Sub-Zero is trash anyway. Scorpion is that dude. But okay, let's continue. Um. So, okay. So things immediately start going weary and just wrong. The moment we go back to, go to modern day and we get to, we get introduced to this guy named Cole Young, this OG original character, do not steal, that just gets injected Due to and I I kid you not this is from studio mandate. The studio told them that they had to add this character. Why I I have no freaking clue. But oh god okay, this guy Cole Young. Let's go. I'm not even gonna do a beat for beat. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna spitball and I'm gonna tell you whatever is just pissing me off at the moment. Cole Young, what a waste of time. Okay. This Louis Tan guy, I don't know if he's a good actor, bad actor, I don't know. But they gave him nothing to work with. He was Shatterstar in Deadpool 2. Louis Tan was Shatterstar. Shatterstar. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I gotta... Shatterstar. Why do I not remember this character? I do not remember this character from Deadpool 2, but in any case, um, yeah, Louis Tan. I don't know if he's a good actor or a bad actor, but they didn't give him a lot to work with in this movie um, because this character Cole Cole Young is just the most. How do you make a van? How do you make a vanilla Asian character? How do you do that? A character that's supposed to like a character that's like a, a martial arts expert. His literally his trait. His special ability is to get his ass kicked and then and then just hit the guy. Like, you know how in Black Panther, um, T'Challa has that armor that absorbs uh, hits and then he can, like, explode and, like, you know, send out that energy and stuff? Yeah, that's this guy's superpower. Spoiler alert, I guess. I don't care. This movie's garbage. Um, yeah, his superpower is literally getting his ass beat and then just hitting somebody once and then he wins. Um Not necessarily, but, you know, that's his ability. He just gets his ass beat, and then he can store up power and then explode like Black Panther. Um, And then he gets those, um, he gets these, what are those called? Tontos, I believe is what they're called. Tontos. Um, No, they're not Tontos. Uh, What are they called? Man, I don't know what they're called. uh they're like those weird stick things like they're blades but they're like night sticks at the same time um'm I'm, I'm trying to get the right name for it uh i don't know what they're called i thought they were called tontos they're not tontos they're tonfas, tonfas, that's what they're called, yeah, there we go, I knew it started with a T, I just couldn't remember which one, um, yeah, he gets tonfas, and then, uh, spoiler alert, he kills Goro, which is just, what are you doing, that's, that's another criticism, I'm gonna get to that in a second, but, he kills Goro, with the tonfas, like, and I'm like, what? the moment he chopped off Goro's hand, I was like, there, he's, this original character, do not steal, is really about to kill Goro, I am not okay with this. I'm not a huge fan of Mortal Kombat, but I I totally respect these characters. And it's an absolute it's an absolute travesty that they the the guy that made this movie did quote unquote research, which is a Google search to see, "Hey, what are the Mortal Kombat characters? Let's make them look normal. Let's make them look like they do in the video games, but not pay attention to their origins and their backstories and their character." Because um yeah, the We're going to end criticism on Cole. He's a vanilla character who literally does not grow throughout the entire movie. And his superpowers that he gets, he gets his ass kicked. That's it. Um, But then now, now we got to talk about my biggest, my biggest gripe with this movie and my biggest gripe with a lot of adaptations in general is that there is a clear disrespect for the characters in the, in this series, the biggest, the biggest offender being being Melina. Melina is the biggest offender because I remember there was a criticism for Venom where people were upset that Venom was getting an origin that did not involve Spider-Man because Venom's origin deals. Venom's origin is directly a consequence of Spider-Man, you know, screwing around with the black suit with the black symbiote. So to have Venom have an origin that does not involve Spider-Man is kind of weird. Um, so that's kind of the same, not even kind of, it is exactly the same, if not worse, with Molina Because Molina cannot exist without Katana. And guess who is not in this movie? Katana is not in this movie. Like, Molina is literally the malformed clone of Katana, and she's not in this movie. It's not explained why Molina looks the way she does. They don't even have kar- t- uh, Tarkatans. The race of uh, beings that Baraka is—they're not even in this movie either. So Melina is literally just some random girl that has a really messed-up grill. So what? Wh- what? Why did you? Why did you pick Melina? Why, out of all the evil characters you could have picked, out of all the evil female characters you picked Melina, why? You picked Melina without without introducing Katana. Another equivalent would be um, like, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. It'd be like g- skipping Megatron and going straight to Galvatron. That's not how that works. You have to have Megatron first before you can go to Galvatron. That's not how that works at all. Even Michael Bay got that right. Where Galvatron in the Michael Bay movies is that he was, bo- he was created from the corpse of Megatron using Megatron's brain and stuff, right? And Megatron hijacks the prototype named Galvatron, and yeah, so at least it's still Megatron in a new body, so it's still somewhat true to form—not entirely, but still somewhat true to the idea that Galvatron is an upgraded form of Megatron. But this is just—Melina cannot exist without Katana. This doesn't. This does not work. Another offender is—is um—is what's his name? The fast guy, Cabal. Although in the movie, it is lightly addressed. Yeah. Where he says, hey, you kind of let like he says this to Kano. Hey, hey man, Kano, you, you left me to die, bro. That's not cool. And that's it. That's all you get for Cabal. Nothing explaining why he has superpowers. This guy from Earth has superpowers. And um, he's in the tournament. Has super fast speed and those weird sword sticks. That's it. That's it. Like I know that they kind of they retconned it and um in Mortal Kombat Nine where he's a hero in Mortal Kombat Nine, but um where he's he's like uh, Striker's sidekick or partner or whatever. But in Mortal Kombat Nine he's actually a good guy, but in this movie is a bad guy, which he originally was a bad guy, but. Yeah, in this movie it's lightly just tossed aside it's like, hey, this noodle incident that happened between us. What the hell, man? And Kano's like, oh yeah, my bad. And then that's it. You don't really get much else with Cabal. And it's like, why do these video game movies and comic book movies have a have this weird or even with toy adaptations like Transformers to just discard characters? Why why? Like they did the same thing with Onslaught in Transformers 5. Where onslaught is the this was a huge offense to me by the way, but onslaught is the leader of the combaticons, and he literally is just a redesign of a character we've seen twice, yet no thrice over. So I I really find it offensive when people that make these movies do not stay true to the characters and then just waste characters. Like you could have had you could have had whole entire movies about the feud between Melina and her uh, sister her half sister Katana. You could have had entire movies about Sub-Zero versus Scorpion. By the way, that's not really a big part of this movie, just in case you were wondering. You could have had a whole movie about Jackson Sonya versus Kano and the Black Dragon. You could have had a whole movie about uh, Raiden and the whole Elder God, you know, thing. Or him training Liu Kang and uh, Kung Lao. Could have had literally anything else. Yeah, we got a movie about this vanilla guy named Cole Young that literally, this, like, has this bootleg, like, Dark Sector armor, you ever, you remember that game, Dark Sector on the 360, yeah, he looks like that, only it's gold instead of black, and it looks really bad, but, um, you wasted Goro, Goro is, like, Shang Tsung's second-in-command, yet, he gets, he gets two-pieced in a biscuit in, like, a 30, a 30-second fight, more like, more like five-minute fight, to be completely honest, it, like, it, that was disrespectful, um, for someone like Goro, who literally, for me, when I fought him in Mortal Kombat Nine, that dude made me throw my controller. Goro, Goro deserved better. Okay, Goro and Melina and Cabal, all these characters deserve better. I don't know much about Raiko, but I saw what he looked like in the game, and I was like, yeah, they did not. They they did not. <laughs> they did not. Is all I'm gonna say. Natara literally had no lines. She just dies. She's literally there to die. <laughs> but whatever. Um, uh, Raiden doesn't do much except for save a baby at the beginning of the movie. And then zap Shang Tsung at the end. And then that's it. He doesn't do much else besides that. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. Um, they, chain, they 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 changed some stuff. Where instead of like, Jax and Kano getting their powers from cybernetics like in the original games... Even Mortal Kombat 9, they got their powers from like cybernetics and stuff. In this movie, they have to unlock their arcana, quote unquote, which is like their their hidden abilities within. So Kano, instead of a robot eye, he just gets a laser eye and one eye. And it's like, why one eye? What? That doesn't make any sense. Does that mean that like he's got like a he's got like a half chub with his with his power where like he's. His power only half works? Like, what is that about? And then, Jax, you're telling me that these guys that live in caves, like, can build robot arms that are more sophisticated than what we have in modern day real life? Really? And then they they made it so that they only half work? And then he has to awaken the the power of teamwork within to get the real arms? Like, what is this garbage? What is this? And then... uh, god this movie is chock full of dumb shit like this okay um of course predictably cole he unlocks his arcana because by defending his family and you know like risking his life to save his family um and sonya doesn't have an arcana because in this universe in order to be a combatant in mortal Kombat, you have to have the little dragon tattoo of the logo of the game which is stupid but um and then, like, Raiden immediately dismisses her because she doesn't have the tattoo. Which is just like, what the, like, dude, she could still help out. Like, what the... Okay. um, But then, of course, predictably, she has to kill somebody to get the tattoo. Holy crap, I forgot somebody. I'll be right back. Um, But she gets the tattoo predictably by killing somebody, and that's Kano. She kills Kano to get her tattoo. Which, she doesn't take long to learn her arcana, and she's just able to blast people with her, her ring powers. She kills Melina that way, by the way. She just one shots her. That's it. Melina just dies. Melina's makeup was awful, by the way. She looked like Katana, but in like really dark blue, but also had like blood on her cheeks and her real mouth doesn't show up until the end. And then she literally gets shot in the back and she dies after that. So that was that was not cool. Um, But the thing I forgot, Reptile is in this movie. And guess what? He's literally just a lizard. He's just a lizard that Kano kills by ripping his heart out, and that's it. That's it. That's all you get for Reptile. He was invisible, he had acid, and then he got his heart punched out. Mm-hmm. You see, I ha- I kinda have a I have a soft spot for the ninja characters. Like, you know, I hate Sub Zero, but I like Ermac. I like Reptile, Smoke, Rain, even though he has, even though in Mortal Kombat 9 that, that dude was goofy. Um I absolutely love Scorpion. Scorpion is my favorite Mortal Kombat character. Um, even the, the cyber ninjas like Cyber Sub-Zero in Mortal Kombat 9, Cyrax. Um, I said Smoke already, right? Um, and uh, t- 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 what's his name? Sektor. I, I love all of the ninjas in Mortal Kombat. But Reptile, he's kind of the butt of a lot of jokes, but I still respect him. In this movie, he literally got no respect at all. He was just some monster that just shows up as like an early level, an early movie threat that just gets offed easily by Kano. Oh boy. This is coming from somebody that wasn't even a huge fan of Mortal Kombat before Mortal Kombat 9. Um, a lot of this stuff is just disrespectful. It's just bad. It's like people that did the bare minimum research... Of Googling Mortal Kombat, reading the characters, seeing the picture of the characters, and then putting that on screen. But writing your own bootleg bullshit story. And the, the level of disrespect these characters get is unacceptable. Like, Ryko is just this meat-headed, like, muscle-head dude that's full of, like, his acting is full of ham and cheese. Like, he's kind of reminiscent of Rhino. That was played by Paul Giamatti and Amazing Spider-Man 2. Kind of the same performance. Um, What else? What else? God. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the, the ridiculous nonsense that's pulled at the end of the movie, or throughout the movie, to be completely honest, but the end of the movie is the most egregious. And then there's a second one that's just as egregious, but we'll get to that in a second. Where... Apparently, Raiden has this, or Raiden, I don't really know how it's pronounced, but Raiden has this, like, the kunai of Scorpion. Apparently, I had to look this up, but apparently, by drawing, by Cole drawing his blood on the kunai, it summons Scorpion from hell, from the nether realm, to help fight him, fight Sub Zero. It's like, first of all, why didn't you give him that earlier? Second of all, why didn't you explain this clearly? Third of all, uh, really, so you're telling me that you could, have, you could have gotten Cole well before the tournament was about to start, trained him up, gave him the kunai, possibly been trained by his, his ancestor, Scorpion, but you decided we're just going to wait until the tournament. No wonder you fucking idiots lost nine tournaments back to back. Because of stuff like that. Could have had Scorpion training Cole Young. I keep saying his full name. But you could have had Scorpion train Cole and then he would have been somebody that could actually fight instead of just having his superpower B, he just gets his ass kicked. Like Raiden, why didn't you why didn't you give him that earlier? Like Kung Lao is dead because of that, by the way. Because he could have gave Cole the kunai, drew the blood, and then summoned Scorpion. If that's really what happened, but you're telling me that Scorpion just shows up at the end of the movie and he's just he's just like ah Sub Zero, I'm gonna kill you. Like, what what is this amateur level writing here? It plays out like poorly written fan fiction. And then there's another instance before where, of course, with women in movies, you have to have the cat fight, where the the two women always have to fight with each other. I'm not a huge fan of that be completely honest. I just think that everybody should just beat the shit out of each other. ass. In my books, you'll see men beat the shit out of women and women beat the shit out of men. They trade blows, okay? But in in these movies, you got to have the cat fight where the two women fight each other. And when Melina and, and Sonya fight, like, Melina has Sonya dead to rights. Like, she's about to kill her. But because she doesn't have the champion's mark, she just decides, ah, I'm not going to kill you. It's just like... So kill her anyway. She's still a threat. Kill her. She's like no. She you don't have the mat. You don't have the mark of the chosen one. Gotta kill you. What? Is what? And then guess what? She comes back later and shoots Melina in the back, and Malina's dead. Should have killed her. Should have been a little bit more um careful about who you let live. But um. But, yeah, the movie is chock full of stupid moments like that. Of course, Kano, he betrays the team because he's a bad guy. Yada, yada. Whatever. As you can tell, I'm not happy about this movie. This movie sucked. Um, There's cheesy lines where, like, the characters say stuff from the games. Like, Kano rips the reptile's heart out and he says, Kano wins. And it's like, bleh. And then, um the part where Kung Lao slices Natara in half with his his hat which is a cool moment because it's straight from the games but then he he screws it up by saying flawless victory and it's like (laughs) you want some ham with that cheese jeez maybe some mayo two slices of bread want to make that a ham and cheese sandwich dude like jeez man I'm just dropping stuff, man. This movie sucked. Oh my god. Jesus. Anything else, man? God. I could go on for hours about this. Because this movie was really that bad. Sizoth. His. The, r- Reptile's name is Sizoth in this movie, apparently. But he dies anyway, so. Doesn't matter. Um. You get a little moment that's a mo- that's an homage to the original Mortal Kombat movie where Shang Tsung um grips Kung Lao off the ground and steals his soul and he says your soul is mine like you know you get little you get little nods like that and it's like bro like that doesn't make a good movie it doesn't and, and to be completely honest the way that you would fix this is Mortal Kombat does not work as a movie it just doesn't it works better it works better as a um as a TV show, either a TV show or really just a game. it I, it ju- It's just one of those things that just does not work as a movie. You can take parts of it out and make those separate movies, but I don't think anybody's going to watch that. I don't think the general audience is going to watch that. I think people like me would watch it that are familiar with the characters, but I don't think people like, you know, like y- your girlfriend and your sister and your brother or cousin that, you know, plays football and thinks video games are for nerds, they're not going to watch that. They see the title of Mortal Kombat and they go, oh, I know about Mortal Kombat. That's the one with the Blue Ninja and the Yellow Ninja, right? Like, that's all they know. They don't know anybody else. So, so honestly, Mortal Kombat really works better as a TV show. It does not work as a movie. Apparently, they're going to make four more movies or three more movies in this universe because the guy that plays Sub-Zero, um, he's signed on to do f- four Mortal Kombat movies. I don't think I can handle three more of these movies, man oh god the writing is atrocious as well just it's strange like god just this movie put some hair on let put put some gray hair on my head man it's just the amount of disrespect it's disrespectful it's it's parading around acting like it's like it's like, it's respectful to the source material. This is disrespectful. The amount of characters that they just introduced just to kill. Like, if you really wanted to have something interesting, like, Cabal and Kano can have their little thing. Or you can do the rebooted version where Cabal is, uh, is in the same department as Agent Striker. Could have done that, but nope. No, you just get a little 5 minute 5 second little thing that's go like, "Hey, you left me to die, bro." And he's like, "Oh, my bad." And that's it. Not to mention the sequence breaking where there are like several characters that don't make appearances in Mortal Kombat 1 showing up in a movie that's supposed to kind of portray the events of Mortal Kombat 1. Like, if I'm not mistaken, uh, Melina shows up in Mortal Kombat 2. Cabal is doesn't show up until Mortal Kombat 3. Jax doesn't show up until Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, Raikou doesn't show up until the 3D games on the GameCube. Natara doesn't show up until Armageddon. Um, who else am I missing? Kung Lao. I don't think he shows up until Mortal Kombat 2. Am I, Am I mistaken? Let me check. Yeah, he shows up in Mortal Kombat 2. Like they're they're sequence breaking where they're showing up, they're bringing in characters that don't show up until later games, and then kind of just using them as fodder, dude. That's not okay. i I should I should talk about that in an entire episode. Like I talk about an entire episode where I talk about how these directors just don't do their research and don't understand the the gra- the gravity of taking a character like Molina and just making her like. A, a flunky in the first movie. I mean, of course, you know there are characters I expected to die, like Bihan. I expected him to die because in the lore he dies and then is brought back as Noob Cybot. I kind of expected that. Um, and then um, uh, Goro, he dies, but they they allude to the fact, oh, we're gonna bring him back and he's gonna be like this new version of him in the future. Where he, yada yada, he's probably gonna bring him back and be Kentaro. Which is basically a tiger version of Goro, but whatever. Um, uh, Anything else? Anything else? Oh, yeah, the sequel alludes to the fact oh, they're going to go to Hollywood and get Johnny Cage for the act. But by the way, Mortal Kombat, the actual tournament, is not in this movie. This is a movie that builds up to the actual tournament in the next movie, is what I'm guessing. Why make a movie like that? Why do that? That was a waste. That's a waste of time. Like, this movie is literally a big fat movie saying, please watch the next one. No. No. Do not write your movies like this. God. Just, this is a slap in the face. This entire movie was a slap in the face. Anything else? Anything else? I'm looking at the synopsis here. The Arcana. I talked about that. Um, Ta-ta-ta. Yeah, Kung Lao dies when he gets his soul sucked into Shang Tsung. They didn't even have a moment where Shang Tsung, like, they didn't even show the ramifications of getting your soul sucked by Shang Tsung. Like, Shang Tsung should have immediately turned into Kung Lao. You already had the actor on set that day. So just have a moment where he turns into Kung Lao and he's like, yo, brother or your cousin's soul is mine. Like, why didn't you just do that? Because we don't like, yeah, he got his soul sucked, but it's like, okay, he died. That's it. Sometimes it's better to kind of go elaborate into what exactly is happening so that we can understand, oh, this is really, really bad. And then also allude to the fact that maybe if we can, if you can kill Shang Tsung, you can release the soul of Kung Lao in a future movie, maybe. But the movie, honestly, I believe it was Gerard, the completionist, that said that if you really wanted this movie to happen, you should have made this 45 minutes longer. Because I'm looking at the running time. The running time is an hour, not an hour, this is 110 minutes. That's an hour and 40 minutes. no. An hour and 50 minutes. I don't do math very well. It's an hour and 50 minutes, bro. That's not a lot of time. Especially for a universe that has wars and lore and prophecies and, and the allusion to the fact that, of course, Shao Khan is going to show up one day. And then there's elder gods and clan wars and, and special forces and crime syndicates. And you want to slam all of that into 110 minutes, my dude? You needed more time if you really were gonna do this. Now I'm looking at the future. They said they want to do a Johnny Cage standalone film. Dude, none of these characters have the general audience appeal, except for maybe Scorpion or Sub Zero. Nobody has the the nobody has the 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 appeal except for Scorpion and Sub Zero. And then even then, you'd have to you'd have to title the movie Mortal Kombat Scorpion. because uh, it's not like, it's not like Call of Duty, where you can title the sequel Modern Warfare 2 by itself, it's not that strong, it isn't. What else, what else, what else, what else, I think that's really it, man. Um, I mean, it was cool to see a few nods to some of the more recent in- incarnations of the, the game, like, they have a an instance where they show Kotal Kahn from Mortal Kombat X, which was very interesting. Um But yeah, all the not, all the nods and the, the mythology gags and the, the, the nudge, nudge, wink, winks moments. They cannot save this trash fire of a film. They just can't like, no, like you look at the, the way that these characters act like Raiden, how he has to gather these, these, these champions right and you know mortal kombat the outward only needs to win 10 times in a row to be able to invade earth realm yet this dude is waiting until the last minute to gather his champions and train them and then he's just like we lost nine times in a row i don't know how like this is why this is why Yeah. Yeah. Sum it all up. We got a main character that... That does not develop at all throughout this movie. He's just a character that acts. And he gets powers. And his power is to get his ass kicked until he can punch somebody. We got other characters that aren't developed well enough. We have characters that were brought in, misused, and abused, and then killed. And then... We got a movie that basically promises, hey, please watch the next one. Because that's the one where we're going to actually put the stuff you care about in it. This was disrespectful. Yeah, I'm... Mm -mm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I'm done. I'm going to drink the rest of this moonshine and, I don't know, probably, like, wallow in my anger and sadness and something. I don't know. Just (sighs) probably beat my meat or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. This was a waste. This movie was a waste of time. I'll see you guys next time. I'm going to drink myself to sleep. See ya. Oh, we're still rolling? Whoops. you for listening to the Blur Havoc podcast. Purchase the Blur Havoc book series on Amazon Kindle or paperback today.